0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I am the author of Decluttering at the Speed of Life, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, and my new book that comes out on January 11th, Organizing for the Rest of Us. This is podcast number... Wait, I usually say some other stuff. Um, I share my personal deslavification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. So I was trying to kind of like go off script. Not that it's a written script. It's just something I say every single week. And sorry, I can only change so much In one week. But this is podcast number 317. And I am calling it The Appearance of Clean because this is something I've been thinking about. Because it's something that normal people, and when I say normal people, please don't get offended. It's my little funny way of saying the people who don't like struggle and feel mind boggled by housekeeping stuff. Like people who are just like, what? what's the big deal? Like, anyway, I have found and I'm not saying this is a blanket statement for everywhere. But I have been surprised to find that a lot of people whose houses always look great are much more okay with things appearing to be clean, even if they aren't actually clean, than a lot of times those of us who Really, truly struggle. So, like, we would say, "Well, I'm not okay with it. Just looking clean; it has to be clean." But then we don't actually clean it, and then it doesn't look clean. Anyway, it's just something I've been thinking about, and I'm gonna talk about why I've been thinking about it and all that. But before I do, um, I did want to make sure you go pre-order my new book, y'all. I'm so excited; I I can't even. I I'm so I'm excited about the book. Okay, yes, of course. But I'm really excited about my pre-order bonus so I asked in my patron group about, you know, like, what would actually be helpful? Because that's, it's stressful to me. Y'all, I've been talking about this stuff forever. And I'm like, I only want, I I wanted to do a pre-order bonus that was like legitimately not something I had shared before, and also would be legitimately helpful, like something that would truly be helpful instead of, just like, Oh, isn't this cute or whatever. I mean, like, cause we don't need cute stuff. We need helpful stuff right around here. So anyway, um, I had asked them and they'd given me different ideas and things. And so I kind of took from what they said and someone may have actually said exactly this, but I felt like it was from several different ones. Anyway, thank you to all of you who answered because you all got my brain flowing. Cause I was feeling completely depleted of any kind of ideas. So what I created and I drew it out with my own hands first, don't worry the publisher then hired an artist who made it look really pretty and cool. So it's not my artwork that you'll see. I created a decluttering flowchart. Okay. So several people were saying, well, I'd really like to have, you know, the decluttering questions that you could, you know, that I could just have with me printed out or whatever. And so anyway, so it takes you through item by item, just final decision by final decision, going with basically it's steps one through four, because the fifth is the container concept where you purge down. But those steps one through four, it's like any item that you pick up, you can ask these questions. Is it trash? Okay, that's the first step. Is it trash? And then yes or no. And it takes you to okay, if you answer yes, then do this. If you answer no, then this and that takes you through making decisions about every single item. Obviously, y'all know the process, you pull out trash, whatever. But this is something that it's a flowchart. It just is. It's like, for when you are overwhelmed, this is going to help you work through your clutter. Okay, anyway, so it's my decluttering process, but put into flowchart form, which I think for a lot of visual people is going to be very helpful. Several, several people in the group, even just going off my little drawing version, were like, I could hand this to my child, I could hand that not not a non-reader, but I could hand this to my teenager. I could hand this to my husband so he could like see what it is that I'm trying to do here. Anyway. So I know I'm talking it up. I'm just really excited about it. The other pre-order bonus is that you get invited to a private Q&A um, only for people who've pre-ordered. I'll do three of those at different times of the day during release week, which is the week of, of January 11th. Anyway, you can go right now to aslobcomesclean.com slash pre order. Like one word, p r e o r d e r. Aslabcomesclean comes clean.com slash pre order, and you can um, fill out the form. You have to have your pre order number, okay? Your reference number, whatever it is that they called it that they sent in your email when you bought it, when you ordered the pre order the book, or you can go into your account. Let's say you bought it on Barnes and Noble or Amazon or Indie Books or whatever. Go to your account there. I believe Indie Books has an account but go to your account there and look through your orders and you'll see the order number. Okay. So you have to put that in. I want to know what form of the book that you bought and all that. Anyway, not much to do, but you will get this printable and you can have that to use like today, right? Or you can have it to use the day after Christmas, which is when you're going to want to declutter. You may not feel it now, right now you're probably running around frantically, but yeah, you're going to want to declutter. So, okay. All right. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week, I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step by step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one Deal. Again, that's prepdish.com/slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no-brainer. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's a u r a frames.com use code clean at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. So let's talk about the appearance of clean. Okay, so I am in my new house. And my new house is an old house. I mean, it's not like super old. It's like 1977, which I know for some of y'all are like, that is modern, but it's, you know what I mean? It's not a new house. It's not like new construction or anything like that. So um, it has been, parts of it have been updated. Parts of it have definitely not been updated. um, But it's a nice house. Like I love it. And I, it's just going to take us a while. You know, we're going to work through things and and take down wallpaper and stuff like that eventually. But I really, I really love it. So anyway, but the the floors in the main area of the home, meaning the the downstairs, the floors have been redone. And so that was like, that was huge. You know, it was like, oh, good. The floors have already been redone. And now in selling my own house and people will tell you, oh, people are just going to come in and redo everything anyway. And I'm like, they might, I don't, you know, I mean, like when I came in, I was like, oh, the floors are like, it's like a gray wood floors. And I thought to myself, I don't think I would choose gray wood floors, but I think they're pretty. Like if I saw them in anybody else's house, I would be like, oh, those are so pretty. But it's not something I would actually like go to the store and say, I'm going to have gray wood floors, but they're here. They exist. They're new. I'm perfectly happy with them. Like I'm like, yeah, good. It looks good to me. Like I really like the paint colors, all that kind of stuff on the parts that have been redone. But I you know, we've been here about a month now. And it hit me last week, I looked around and I went, I love these gray floors. These gray floors don't show dirt and don't show dog hair. Y'all know I have a German Shepherd. I love her. But oh my word. I mean, now granted, this is not her major shedding time of the year. And yet, she sheds all year long. I mean, like, but the gray floors I am so excited about because they don't show the dog hair. It, it it's just shocking to me. Well, it made me think about stuff like that. It made me think about how when I got my dark brown wood floors, which I love the look of in my old house, how you know my mom said something like, "Oh yeah, you know those those are going to show dirt though." and in my mind when she said that which she said stuff like that my whole life like what shows dirt what doesn't show dirt i'm going to be honest with y'all it never computed in my brain like she would say things like that and i would kind of be like huh and i looking at it now and going okay i've never picked floors according to what would show dirt i mean maybe not white it's not like i've got white carpet but I've never like looked at carpet and said, I'm going to get this. I say that like I've bought carpet more than twice in my life. But anyway, um, but I've never looked at stuff like that and thought I'm going to choose this because it will not show dirt or show dog hair or whatever, you know, it will be less obvious. And and so as I'm starting to see in my house, Oh, I love these floors because they are not showing dog hair. I was like, Oh, maybe there was a point to what all these people have told me over the course of my life about, you know, like, like countertops and things. And they'll be like, Oh, well, it shows dirt. So that just never computed in my brain y'all. And so it's made me think about why has that not computed in my brain when it is a really valid and helpful thing. So like, one of my friends, I think I called her normal friend years ago, she did some YouTube videos with me. Um, she and her husband were coming through, you know, where we live. And she knew we had just moved. And she was like, Hey, I'm kind of waving at you. So funny, because I was like, come on and see the new house. So well, I didn't want to ask. And I'm like, anyway, whatever. Um, okay, y'all, I'll just tell y'all that my philosophy on a new house is like, y'all come on right now. Like, come on now, while I have the excuse that we just moved in after a year, if it still looks like this, then I'm embarrassed. But for the first year, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, we just moved. Oh, well, we just I can blame so much on the fact that we just moved. But anyway, so she came over and um, so we went upstairs and the, we did have the carpet replaced upstairs because it was super old. And I wanted to replace it before we moved furniture and stuff like that. So we went upstairs and she saw the carpet and she was like, oh, "I love this carpet. This is the same carpet that we have and it is so great because it doesn't show anything." Now this was before I'd have my revelation about the gray floors and the dog hair and I was like, again, like I'd always been with my mom. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like It just did not compute. So anyway, that's why I have been thinking about this concept. Why is it that people whose houses always look great and under control do focus on what's going to show dirt versus not show dirt? And these are people who clean. These are not people who are like, oh, it's not going to show dirt so I won't ever have to clean. Now, these are the people who clean. And so it just, I'm like, I know that y'all clean a lot. And so why, why is it a big deal? Anyway, I think it comes down to a lot of that. Y'all know, I don't like to use the word perfectionism. I know a lot of people who talk about this stuff are like, oh, you have trouble because you're a perfectionist. And I'm like, know that I'm really a perfectionist with my house, because I am a perfectionist in certain other areas. And in those areas, I'm like driven, I can't sleep, I've got to get it done, I've got to do it right. And I can't understand how anyone else in the world wouldn't do it right on those certain types of things. And I'm like, well, that's where I'm a perfectionist. You cannot look at my house on a regular basis and go this woman's a perfectionist, you know, that's just not it. But I do think it's I like to think of it as idealism. It's not that I'm a perfectionist, it's that I'm an idealist. And so it feels like, okay, so certain surfaces, countertops, carpet, floors, you know, all that kind of stuff, certain types of things don't show dirt. And yet in an ideal world, I would stay on top of things. And it wouldn't matter if they showed dirt or not, because there wouldn't be any dirt right? And so I don't want to say I felt like that I didn't gravitate toward or look for things that didn't show dirt because I didn't feel like I deserved to have something that didn't show dirt. It was like, no, I, I would rather just not have dirt. And so why would it matter if something didn't show dirt? And yet in reality, I wasn't keeping up with it. And so it really, really showed dirt. Do you know what I mean? But, but what's weird to me is those people whose houses are under control tend to be, and I'm not talking about people who are neurotic about it, you know, and I'm not saying neurotic, like, oh, my word, neurotic, because I know that's actually a real, like, concern for a lot of people an actual neurosis. I'm, you know, of, of obsessive compulsive disorder and all that kind of stuff. You know, like I hear from people who tell me, I actually listen to your stuff because it helps me with my OCD because then I'm like, oh, okay, if I I can just say I'm going to clean my bathroom once a week and then I can be like, okay, I don't have to clean it 15 times a day because I know I've cleaned it once a week. Anyway, so I'm amazed that that I often actually hear from people who do suffer with legitimate, because it, it can be I've seen this stuff and I've kind of become a little more sensitive to it when, because I also get it from people who are like, Oh my word, I'm so OCD. (laughs) I'm so OCD. I have to make sure. And I'm like, are you, because it's actually a disorder that a lot of like, that's part of the name, right? obsessive compulsive disorder that a lot of people truly suffer from. So I don't think it's a joking matter to actually, but I know it's something that just in common slang, people are like, Oh, I'm so OCD about this or whatever. Okay. That's fine. Whatever. Which if you were actually OCD, my kitchen lights might drive you crazy because there are three rows of, are they can lights or something recessed lighting three rows, but two of the middle row are off from the line. And it's because they are directly over the island in the kitchen. And so I can figure out why. And it kind of bugs me, but it doesn't drive me crazy. But it makes me think of all those like memes that you see on the internet, (laughs) where people are like, Oh, I can't handle this because something is just a little bit off. And it's like, why is it off anyway? So it makes me laugh. Is that bad makes me laugh when I think about the people who would say that it drove them crazy. But if you actually have been diagnosed, I will not laugh at you. Okay, because then I will understand much more. But for the people who, mm, whew, Dana stop talking. Oh my word. Y'all, is this going to be one of those podcasts where I say things that I shouldn't say? Anyway. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So let's go back to this. It's that those people who do clean consistently know that cleaning has to be done And it is a challenge and life is going to happen and things are going to get dirty. So I might as well have a surface that when it does get dirty, because it's going to get dirty because life happens, then it's not going to look horrible, but I'll still get to it. Then that's a much more realistic approach to reality realistic approach to reality. I don't know if that means anything, but y'all know what I mean. That actually results in a house that says that is under control versus the person who let's just be honest. I am the person who my natural tendency is to be like, well, I should really just be on top of cleaning all the time. So I shouldn't need a surface that doesn't show dirt should, 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 and yet reality is dirt happens. But I'm also at the same time as I'm the person who's like, I should be able to stay on top of this. I'm also the person who has the huge resentment toward dirt reappearing after I just cleaned it, just cleaned it, meaning who knows how long ago it was. But because I have time passage awareness disorder, and it was a monumental event for me to clean it it feels like it just happened and I'm very offended when it gets dirty again. Right. And it's also, I I think some of that can come down to some of my slob vision issues where I notice perfectly clean and I notice, oh my word, it's horrific and I've got to deal with this, but I don't see the in-between. I don't see the minimal amounts of mess, minimal amounts of dirt, the, the stuff that, you know, the carpet of the floors is supposed to not show dirt. You know, I don't notice that little amount until it gets to be a lot. And so of course this is making me go, maybe I shouldn't have these gray floors. (laughs) No, I have decided that if people whose houses are under control all the time, like floors that don't show dirt, they must know what they're talking about. And I'm going to go with it. And I'm just going to enjoy the fact that my gray floors Don't show dog hair. Now that's where my routines come in even more important, right? A vacuuming routine, a sweeping routine. That's even more important so that when, if something was to fall on the floor, let's say friends, kids, we haven't had any babies with pacifiers here in this house, but we will at some point. Um, But let's say somebody brought their baby with a pacifier in and the pacifier. Fell on the floor, and the mom went to go pick it up, and it was covered in dog hair. Oh, that would be gross, right? So I've still got to do the cleaning, but it sure has eased my mind to not constantly see dog hair and still not clean it anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm going to clean on that. Say, I cleaned on the same routine when I had the dark floors versus when I have the gray floors. Like in my ideal mind, the dark floors, me seeing it would make me constantly do the, you know, constantly vacuum and constantly sweep. But I didn't. I did it on the routine. Well, now same routine. But the gray floors don't make it look so bad in between. I don't know. Is this one helpful at all? Merry Christmas, everybody. Okay. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So um, I think too, it is this mentality that I've always had of why people's houses looked good. You know, if someone's house looked good, I just thought, well, obviously they clean all the time. I don't have time to clean all the time, but no, the more you learn, the more you realize that most people whose houses look clean all the time, they've got tricks up their sleeve. They have the tricks. It is not about the fact that they are cleaning out. Some of them are okay. Okay. But a lot of people whose houses look great all the time, they have tricks. I remember, and I know I've told you all this before, but this lady, when my kids were little bitty, like, I think I just had my boys and it was in the place where we lived before we lived here. And it was a woman who had, um, two kids, the same similar ages to mine, maybe a little bit older, but then she also had two teenage kids Anyway, so I went over to her house. So she had more life experience than me for sure. Went over to her house and I was like, Oh my word, your house looks great. And then she like lifts up all these interesting little places, like little tablecloths and stuff. And she was like, Hey kids, there's toys under here. Like she had hidden toys all over the place. And it was just like, it just felt like such a trick, not, not trick like bad. Like, Oh, she tricked me, but just like, I would never have thought to do that. But Here's the thing. The people who are irritated by the sight of a little bit of dirt or clutter or whatever, those people who they see that and it drives them bananas and so they have to stay on top of it. Well, it's hard to stay on top of it, okay, or it's just constantly coming back. They like the surfaces that don't show dirt as much. I'm not making a blanket statement. I know there are people who are not this way, but I'm just saying, in my experience, they like the surfaces that don't show dirt as much because then that helps them relax a little bit more. Okay. And I'm the person who doesn't see a little bit of dirt, a little bit of clutter, but I'm also having full blown freakouts when all of a sudden I do see it because it's out of control dirt and out of control clutter. Right. And so I have the routines in there for that or I have a full full blown freak out when I realize someone's coming over. And that's what makes my eyes open and go, oh, there's dog hair all over the entryway or whatever. Okay. So instead, having surfaces that don't show that as quickly helps me not freak out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. This is a good one. This is such a good podcast, y'all. Welcome. I'm glad that um, if you're new here, sometimes I give actual advice. This time, I feel like I'm just explaining some brain issues. I don't know. We'll find out, right? We'll see how this all ends. All right. Um. But I do, I do think a lot of times it comes down to my tendency to, yes, I overthink, but I also overcomplicate. So many times it's like, oh, I need to do, you know, the decluttering process. I needed to do this, 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 and this. And it's like, no, I finally gotten it down to, no, remove the trash take the easy stuff to its already established home. I mean, like so many of my strategies that I've had to come up with have been me going, Dana, don't overcomplicate it, make it as simple as it can possibly be. And I feel like this strange resistance that I had to surfaces that didn't show dirt was me overcomplicating things. It was like, well, that's, that's too easy. Right? That's too easy for my house to just look better because I have floors that don't show dirt. Anyway, I mean, I know I've already kind of said this, but I had it written in my notes. So, but it, that idealism of not feeling successful and competent in this area of housekeeping, and then taking that, and for some reason it feels like, well, then I don't deserve to be able to do tricks. I don't deserve to have something that makes this easier because I'm not good at it. When in reality, a lot of the people who are good at it are good at it because they embrace those tricks. Hmm. I hope I make any sense. Here's the thing. I am not telling you to replace your floors. Okay. I love my dark floors. I love them in my old house. I loved those floors. I picked them out. I love the pictures. I love the way they look, but I am saying to be okay with cheating. Like what's some other thing that maybe you've resisted, like your mom said, "Oh, just do this," or your aunt or your friend is like, "Just do this." Like and and see, did you resist cheating because you didn't feel like you deserved to be able to cheat or you because you were still hoping for the ideal world and ideal life to to happen? And instead it's like, well, I gotta, I mean, that's so much of what has changed my home was just accepting the reality of it, accepting the reality that this is a mundane day-to-day thing, accepting the reality that daily habits make more of an impact than big project cleans. Okay. Don't resist the things that make life easier. When the other option that you're choosing, when you resist the things that make life easier, when the other option is just for life to be hard, because you're, just not going to do it the hard way. Right. Okay. It's, it's like, what, what matters, what I need to be doing is the thing I'll actually do. You know, what I need to embrace is the thing that actually makes my home better and me more willing to open it up and let people inside. Okay. I'm gonna stop there. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas. Don't forget, like I talked about, take your house back is open. And you should totally join it. Perfect gift for yourself or really for anybody, but you can go to the bottom of the page and do the gift option at takeyourhouseback.com. I'll also have a link in the show notes. And also don't forget to pre-order my new book and fill out the pre-order form. You have to fill out the form or there's no way for me to know you pre-ordered, but fill out the form and get your um, decluttering flowchart that you can print and use as you declutter. All right. I will talk to you all next week. Bye.